We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Friday, Friday, September 9th. It's Fighting Friday. You know what we do on Fridays here. We talk about MMA. We got UFC 279. I think they're up to 279. Coming tomorrow, six o'clock Eastern at night. So uh, we'll be talking about the the MMA slate 13 fight card. It's not that great of a card for a pay-per-view. I don't know why. Uh, We we did a a long two-hour breakdown for premium members. That'll be posted soon, the MMA Ground and Pound podcast. Uh, Me, Mike 3, my H3 Buddha, Mike Brown, Liam. We we break down every single fight. If you you wanted the fight breakdowns, you subscribe to Roto-Grinders Premium. You get the combo premium. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. You get all the content, all the tools. You get all the everything. And uh, and we break down the fights. But on but on this show, the, the freebie show, we talk a lot about uh, we talk a lot about ownership and combinatorics. We, uh, what we pl- talk about the large field GPPs, what lineups to play, what lineups that will be heavily duped, what combinations will be heavily duped. So if you got any questions, you want to talk about it, type in the YouTube chat. Give me those thumbs, thumb, the thummy thumbs. Give me the thumb thumbs. Give me those two. Give me all, give me all of them. Good morning, Wata, Suki Singh. Of course, the, the early pair. They're, they're the early birds. The early birds are here. Uh, and Devin's in the chat. We got, we got Devin all week. I got, I got top class producers. I'm not saying that Steve isn't, but, but it's always, it's always nice when Devin's here. Uh, so uh, I'll also be showing off some tools. Because, uh, uh, like I did yesterday, MMA, you don't have that many options. It's very similar to NFL Showdown, right? There's 13 fights, there's 26 fighters. You spend fifty thousand, you're most, and you're not stacking a fight, right? You're there aren't as many combinations as you think, right? There's still tons of combinations, but you may have to leave money on the table, right? You don't want to play lineups that are going to be duplicated a hundred times. Yeah, in 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 uh, ideally. You'd play 150 unique lineups that are not duplicated and that have a high enough win equity in them. But that could be hard to find. So we're kind of aiming for maybe under fives, right? I that that's my aim. Like how many under fives can I get in my in my lineup portfolio? Uh so so we'll be we'll be uh focusing more on that. Uh Buster Ventura and in, in 08 says the Stockton slap is coming. I don't I don't know what that means. Do I do I have to Google that? Should I Google it? Is something weird going to come up if I Google the Stockton slap? I've I have no idea. Is that a reference to something? I don't know. I'm not sure. Please fill me in. 
I know they had a press conference yesterday that there was like a there was a fight, Nate Diaz, and I think Darren Till got involved, or Kevin Holland had a knife or something. I have no idea. I have no idea what happened yesterday. All the fights are on, though, right? They're doing the, the weigh-ins today. But for MMA, I always create my little spreadsheet, right? My spreadsheet that has, uh, you know, aggregated ownership, aggregated projections, you know, metrics and everything, all the lines. These are, these are from yesterday, so maybe some of these lines may have moved slightly. Well, I'll just use them for now, uh, just so I can get a sense of like which fighters are more are over owned or under owned in comparison to their likelihood of putting up a hundred plus points, right? That's kind of what I'm weighing, right? Inside the distance, round one probabilities, right? With their projection, with what's kind of kind of a ceiling metric here, and then the ones that have higher scores, are the ones that compared to their ownership are worth more in relative value. So that's why we see like Jalton Almeida. Right, Shamayev is the highest projected fighter on the slate. I mean, the main event against Nate Diaz, he could he could have twelve takedowns. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's probably going to be around 66, 67% owned. Uh, but Almeida, I mean, he's a minus seven hundred favorite, and he's uh, you know more than even money to to win in, win inside the first round. So his potential of scoring hundred plus is is nearly as high, but he'll be slightly less owned, right? But about forty percent owned. So that's why he comes up a little bit better. And then you go down the scale from here. So I use this in order to, you know, in order to build lineup. So I know that my lineups are properly leveraged, right? The ones that are lower, like Kevin Holland, I mean, he still is plus 160 inside the distance. He's, I mean, he's still fine. It's just that I have him as over-owned at 30%. Doesn't mean I can't play him in a lineup. It just means because his score is lower, his rating is lower, I need to make that up with other fighters, right? So I want, like, my lineups to have, you know, a full rating of six or five and a half or whatever whatever it be, would be on the slate. And I use these numbers. I bring them into lineup HQ so I could even show you that, right? So I'm going to I'm gonna download this. Uh, let's see, download. I'll just do a live. I could have done some of this beforehand, but uh, sometimes I want to show how, how like simple it is and exactly what you do. Okay, so I'm going to save this to a CSV, replace. Okay, I'm going to open this up. I gotta, I gotta change the formatting because I gotta change the the rating to FPTS, right? I have to change the ownership column. I probably could just change. I probably should just change it in the sheet, so I don't even have to do this. Projected ownership is proj underscore own, right? I have to format that in a number format. So let's do that. I mean, you can't see that on the screen, but I mean, I'm I'm doing it in Excel. So I'm going to format this ownership column so it's a number, not a percentage, and then change all of this. Right? I probably should. I probably should do this. I should. I should probably put this in a sheet so I don't have to do this all the time because I don't mind viewing it as like a number and not a percentage. Just that in lineup HQ, uh, the percentage means that it'll show as like 0.15 instead of 15, which is what I would would want to show it by. So I'm going to put this all in. 23, 26, 17, 17. And you'll see why we're going to have to put this in because I'm going to take it out from lineup HQ and put it into it. Or I, I could just do it from here. No, I don't even have to do that from lineup HQ, but I just want to show you. Right? Because some people look, it's like, oh, it's a, this is fancy stuff that you do in Excel. I can't do that. No, you can't. Trust me. Trust me. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not that great in, in Excel. So, okay, I save this. Yeah, let me move it to the side so I I could I could see the screen. And I'll go to lineup HQ and I'll just upload right here. Right. Upload aggregate. You see that on the screen? Upload it. I choose my file. It's my MMA odd sheets file. Right. I could I could I could name it. I can name it whatever I want. A lot of times I name it uh Friday and the time. Right. Because then if the odds get updated and I have to redo this again, at least I know, you know, which 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 time? Like 11, where it's 11.15 a.m. Okay, so upload this. Okay, I have a naming a naming problem. I, I guess I guess I named it wrong, but it, it matched it. It matched it to Haile Alatangeli. Okay, so I submit this. Oh, uh, let's see. And that should work. So I get rid of this one. And I'm going to use this for both. Let's make sure that... Can, okay. Let me let me change the how how what is this name? Highly Allen Tengali. Let's make let's make this so I could get the ownership because I have to because it's custom ownership. 
Is there a reason? Let's see. Edit. Undo. Let me change it in here. Highly Allentangeli. How much? It seems like I'm spelling that right. No, I got that right. Is it? Is it wrong in the formatting? Let's see. Okay, let me just fix this. Highly Allentangeli. File save. Okay, let's see if that makes a difference. I mean, everything's in. I just I can just type it in manually, so it doesn't even matter. Let me just make sure. Uh, Friday, eleven fifteen a.m. Eleven fifteen a.m. Okay, there we go. We got it. We got it. We got it done. Okay, so there we go. We got the ownership right. We could even delete the one from before, right? So you can see here, I got my rating and my ownership, right? Which is an aggregate, and I, I not this may not be current as of now, right? So this is something I'd be doing tomorrow. So then I could build the lineup. It's like, okay, what's the lineup that has the highest leverage based on that rating, based on ownership versus whatever, right? Obviously, I'm going to get... Uh, uh, oh, no, I don't even get a stack, right? Almeida, Collier, Dumont, Dewadu, Turk. Yeah, well, it's a stack of this fight of Alton and Almeida. But let me, let me build one lineup, right? So it doesn't matter the salary. I'll build five lineups, whatever. So based on my rating as of right now, the highest leverage lineup, 6.06, .06, Collier, Dumont, Jinglang, Liness, Tululin, Turkali. And we can see the total ownership is pretty low, right? But of course, this this line this would this would be a large field. Who knows what's going to happen? Type of lineup, right? These are high variance lineups because, like Anton Turkali is is a humongous underdog. So you look here, like these would be the highest leverage lineups. And of course, they wouldn't include probably Chimaev or Almeida because they're very high owned. So it takes into account these. The ownership versus versus leverage. So let's say I did want to play Almeida in a lineup. Right? So what's the highest leverage lineup with Almeida? It has Diaz in it, obviously. Collier, Kudalaba, Weeks, Tolulin, Diaz. See, Kudalaba is going to be like 40% owned, but in this lineup, it makes sense. Right? This is the lineups, not players type of thinking. So this is, the, this is what I would do in lineup HQ. I would use my Excel sheet, get the ratings, the ratings, which is basically a leverage score, and a and the ownership that is maybe slightly different than the RG ownership, and then I could build lineups based on this. But in addition to that, I also, if I turn this back, I'm going to turn this back to median projections, but but with the ownership that I currently have because they're split. So now you can see here that I could I don't I could set a different source for projections and a different source for ownership. So right now I have the MMA median cash, uh, you know, build type of, you know, the median, median projections in for every fighter from RG and, but the ownership from my spreadsheet. So I could do it that way. So what I'm going to attempt to do, we try to figure out what are the combinations that are going to be most used. Now, obviously we could take a look at the ownership and we could see that, you know, the most likely like cash lineup is going to, Look, it's going to have like Holland, Kudalaba, Chemaev, Chason, Arosa, uh, maybe even Daniel Rodriguez, right? Because they're the most owned at, at this. At, I mean, look at the ownership here. These combinations, like if we're going to play this lineup right here, Chemaev, Holland, Kudalaba, uh, Alan Tengeli, Chiasan, and, and Arosa, like don't throw this in a large field GPP. This is going to be duped way too much, right? And normally, in past shows, we had uh, the combo calculator, right? We put it in and we could see... You know, just estimate how many dupes or whatever. Well, we have a little bit more advanced tool now, right? We have a little bit more advanced tool. It's part of the theory of daily fantasy sports. The advanced players course, it comes with Excel tools. It comes with Excel tools. And one of those Excel tools is a duplication predictor. Based on the ownership product, as well as the salary range, it will try. It will estimate. It's very similar. It's it's, it's just an advanced version of my duple of my combo calculator. That's really, all it is. So it's going to try to estimate like about around how many dupes will this lineup have, right? Based on the ownership. Obviously, if your ownership is way off, way off, it's it can't calculate it very well. Okay. So what I'm going to do 
is then I'm going to share my other screen. And I'll show you. Share screen, entire screen. Okay, screen three. Okay. So you would see here, I'm just sharing the whole screen. I'm, I'm My head is blocking some of it, but whatever. I have a very wide screen. So we here, we have dummy information in here, right? This is from the showdown yesterday, right? So I could go here, insert projections. You could just take this right out of lineup HQ. Like literally just match up the columns and you're good. And in this tool, you don't even need anything, right? You don't need anything other than salary, the ownership, and the players. Like you don't need anything else. So I could just cut and paste right the name column from my 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 export sheet copy i can put them right here paste right so here's all all the fighters and then i can just take the salary cut and paste that also copy and go right into the salary column paste done and then i can go to the ownership column is the projected ownership column. Copy. And where's projected ownership? There we go. Paste. Does this have to be in percentage? This may have to be in percentage. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I could reload lineups. Oh, God, I don't have any lineups in here. I'm sorry. So I got to put lineups. Uh, okay. So now, once we got that in, name, ownership, and salary. Now we just now we just need lineups. Let me put this. I have a ton of windows going on. So let's say we were to build. Just, you know, we want to make sure we don't have the same prevent opponents from appearing in the same lineups. Whatever salary, one unique player. Let's say we just built. The top 100 lineups. It doesn't matter. Based on medium projection, you're just going to build 100. And then see how 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 duped these, these lineups are. I'm assuming the mo most, if not all, are going to be heavily duped. So we get all these lineups. We have 100% Chimaev, 83% Chiesan, Arosa, Kudalaba, Holland, Almeida, Wolf, right? These are, these are going to be duplicates. So I'm going to export. I'm going to go here. I'm going to clear these lineups. Now I'm going to export from lineup HQ and it'll give me. I mean, you can see what it looks like. I'll bring it off to the screen. You'll see you know, it's floating. Oh, it's floating around. So it just gives you all these, right? So you copy and paste one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Copy done, right? And then you move it over here and you go right there and you paste it right in, right? This is format is regular load lineups. And there you go. So as you, as you can see here, right? Very quick, right? These hundred lineups that we just exported, right? I put in the projections. All you need is the name, the ownership, and the salary. That's it. Insert the lineups. There you go. There you go. It'll protect, you know, here's the salary of those lineups. Here's the ownership some of those lineups and here's based on the field size which you could change so this is 35294 which is the, the large field contest the $25 contest on DraftKings tomorrow and it'll be like okay this this look at this 77 lineup Arosa Rodriguez Chason Kudalaba Almeida Chimaev right it's be heavily owned right you have both of the huge favorites Kudalaba and then three of the better on I guess the better underdogs I guess like, you may see this lineup in cash, right? Just like you may see the top lineup in cash also. Arosa, Chason, Haile, Kudalaba, Holland, Chemayev, right? Here's another one. Like, these are these are mostly cash lineups. Darian Weeks, Kudalaba, Holland, Chemayev, right? We look through all of here. Like, we barely, we can't even find any. There's none that are under five. Why? Because we're building from median project. I mean, we're building with the most common combinations of players, Okay. So let's say instead of building 300, uh, building 100, we build 300. Okay. And let's force in 
lineups that are 48, maybe not even 40, 40, 49, 9 and above, like really at the edge, right? Now, these are lineups that we, what we're trying to do is, is create lineups that we're not playing. Okay, so 49-9. But what ownership level are we looking at? Do we have even a high, as high of an ownership pro, uh, combination? What, what, are the, what is the lowest here? 185? 170, there's a 178 lineup? 185? What, what's the, let's maybe 185, 190? Let's see, let's say, let's say 190. We may not be able to get. Minimum total lineup ownership is, and then max is 300, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? We're trying to build the lineups not to build. Remember, that's what we're doing. So I'm going to try to build 300 lineups that are at least 190% total owned, some, the ownership sum, that spend 49.9 and above based on median projection, okay? So these are like that. Even if you're using an optimizer, people will make these lineups and not, oh, yeah, well, I made 150 lineups and then half their lineups look like this. So let's see how many lineups we can build that look like that. Daniel Hutchins says 179,174 possible lineups tomorrow. Well, that's going to be hard. I'm, I'm only playing nine. I'm only playing nine. It's going to be hard to weed that down. Okay, so let's see. Daniel has, has supercomputers to do all this for him. Me, I, I got to do this in Excel like this. His, his, his computer, his, his algorithm figures all this out. He doesn't even know. I don't even know what the popular combinations are, but it'll, it'll figure it out. It'll figure it out. Oh, Daniel says he just does it in his head, right? He's, he's, a, he's a robot. He's an android. Okay, so we're, we're, we're getting there, 240. I'm surprised it didn't break. I, I, I was like, okay, how many lineups could there be? 49.9 to 5,000 that have 190 total lineup on. Oh, 241. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna stop. Okay, so we'll get 241 lineups. They all have they all have Chamayev in it. Okay, which is fine. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna clear these lineups. Now I'm gonna export these 241 lineups. I'm looking for commonalities. That's the point. So then I could kind of like weed out groups and everything. So I'm going to copy these over. You'll see that right here. Paste, right? Paste. Very easy, right? Load it in. There you go. We got all the lineups here. We got anything. I mean, we hit, you even see unique zero under five, zero under 10 is 13. Okay. So this is, a, these are highly duplicated lineups. We still get the ones that, that we had before up here. So it's like, these are lineups that like none of these 241 lineups I would play. Like none, because I'm aiming for under fives. I mean, I'd love uniques, but I'm also aiming for under. I mean, these are all also 49.9, 49.9, 49. I mean, they spend most of the salary. They're highly owned, some wise. Okay, it doesn't matter. Some of these lineups I have like a may have a lower owned player in it. Oh, it has a 15% owned whatever. But I mean, it's still a combination. Very high owned. Okay. So obviously... You know, you could use this tool to weed out lineups, but I mean, I'm purposely doing it to see what lineups are the most duped, okay? And then what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take these lineups, right? I could even cut and paste right right from here. Right, I just cut and paste. I mean, I could just do it from the lineups page, right? Even, even easier, right? Copy. I'm going to go into now into the... Portfolio correlation matrix tool that we have that and as part of the theory of DFS course, I've already cleared the lineups. You don't need projections for this because all it's going to do is see how correlated one player is to the other in a portfolio. So I'm going to paste in this right here. So I got them all in here. I'm going to load lineups into the portfolio assessment. This may take a minute. Depending on how large the player pool, how many lineups you put in, it may take a minute. If you play, if you're playing like NFL football and you and you're putting in, you know, three thousand lineups of all different, and they're you have unique players of five and everything. That, I mean, you could step away from a computer. Like it may take five to ten minutes. This may only take a minute or so. 
So what it's doing is it's comparing all the players to each other and seeing what players stick to each other. Right? Okay, here we go. Right? It's right on the screen. So based on the most duplicated lineups, right, that we tried to build, we're looking. We get we get this uh, portfolio, this correlation matrix, right? It shows the R value of every fighter to one another in that 241 lineup portfolio. Now, obviously, Arosa is R value of one to himself, right? So it's like, how how many lineups have uh, like Aldana is barely any of these lineups. You can see right here because she's low owned and not, she didn't get into the 241. So you could see all of this right here. Shemaev is obviously in, in every lineup, so he's going to be very correlated to everyone. But instead of having to search through this portfolio correlation matrix and go, let me take a look at this combination and that combination, we list the combinations, right? The most, the ones that are most together. So you see Chason and Shemaev. Kudalaba Chemaev, Eroza Chemaev, Almeida Chemaev, Rodriguez Chemaev, Chason Kudalaba, right? You can see here the R values and the number of total lineups and percentage of that portfolio. And then we can see the ones that are the least in this, right? Melissa Martinez and Chris Barnett. Not, not very correlated to each other in these 241 lineups. Then you could also look at the variance factor. So how often are they together with each other? And and it sorts it by that. So like this portfolio is highly, is highly, uh, the performance of it will be mostly on Chason, Chemaev, Kudalaba, then Arosa, and then it kind of goes down from here. So you could use this tool to try to build lineups, the chalkiest lineups possible, and then seeing which ones, which combination, which single fighters or players versus combinations of players are in the most duplicated lineups and not play those combinations. So we can see here based on, uh, you know, the variance factor of like Chason, Arosa, Rodriguez, like maybe you don't, maybe you don't play, maybe you don't play three of them together, right? Maybe you don't play Almeida and Shemaev together. Maybe you put them all in a group. Maybe you put Chason, the three, underdogs and the three favorites, Shemayev, Kudalab, and Almeida in a group of six. And you say no more than three, right? So you could see how useful this could be on creating lineups that they could still have those fighters, but not in those combinations. And we could see here that who fighters that we don't, we may not have to group out. Aldana, Turkali, Dumont, Walker, Dewadu, Barnett, Martinez, Pickett, Ferguson, I mean, like pretty much all on the bottom, I think, but you kind of like the top six, top seven, these would be the types of groups that you would make. And on the bottom, maybe not. Or maybe what you could do is you could create a group of all the low, the lowest variance factor players in this, you know, highly chalky portfolio, and then create a group to say at least one or one to three of those. So maybe you have a group that on the bottom, we take a look here and we go, I want to have a group that has at least one of Barnett, Dewadu, Walker, Dumont, Tricali, or Aldana. Maybe include up to, maybe even include up to Angelaire and Hellinger, right? Something like this. But we use the tools. You see, you see these tools. We're not using any of these lineups, but using it as research. You could, you could have not known anything about this MMA slate at all, whatsoever. You could have used the owner. You could have even used the ownership that RG has, which is not that dramatic from one that I have in my sheet and said, okay, I know nothing about MMA, but I do know that I probably should avoid dupes as much as possible, get more unique lineups. And then based on just simply doing this, find out it's like, okay, I don't know the reason why Macy Chason is going to be owned, but, uh, she's going to be in a lot of lineups with Shemayev and Kudalaba. So, uh, maybe, maybe I don't do that. Right, you don't don't have to know anything about MMA. So now you know what lineups not to build, and then you could go in and build the lineups that you do want to build. So if we do use it, so for instance, like I said, that rating score that I have. So I'm going to go go back to that rating score. Right, I'm going to switch over to the that rating. Now that rating that I have in my my uh, my spreadsheet 
is all based around leverage. It's all based around the the higher they're rated. It means the the better they the, their better probability of scoring a lot of points versus their ownership. So if anyone anyone that is lower rated means they're over owned, right? Like we have Holland here, right? He's lower rated than other fighters in that range because based on the numbers, thirty percent he's over owned. If I would have changed that, like if I just went in here and made his ownership. 16% owned? Yeah, then he'd be then he'd be much higher. Then he'd be in a lot of lineups of mine, you can see here. Right? No. So that's why the ownership matters a lot. Right? If you don't get ownership reasonably correct, it, these things could be completely off. Right? It's like Dumont. Like Dumont, it's like, oh, Dumont rates out very well. 1.24. It's like, yeah, her ceiling is, I don't know. I mean, especially with who those around her. But she's only going to be, I have her at 13% owned. Like what happens if she was four percent owned? Like she'd be the highest look. That said that oh, I, I, you can't even see it on my screen. I got to switch it over. Let me switch it over. Screen. Right, I was wondering. Right, so you can see here. Like if I set her at four percent owned, she'd be the highest in all my lines. If I have her thirteen percent owned. If she was twenty four, if she was twenty percent owned be rated much lower than all the fighters in her range, right? So getting the ownership right is very important, right? To some extent, within 1% or 2%, you know, it can't be off by 10 percentage points of ownership. But that's how the rating is done. So technically, the lineups that have the highest rating overall are the highest leverage lineups. They not, they, they're the highest EV lineups, not accounting for variance. Because they may have some low-owned guys in there that don't have that much of a chance, right? So you want to play 150 of those lineups? Well, that's up to your own risk tolerance. So I could go in here and I could build, let's say I say the build rules. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lower the salary to whatever, right? I'm going to put a little diversity in to unique players, right? I'm going to, I don't care about ownership at this, because I've already adjusted, the rating already adjusts for ownership. Let's say I'm going to build 150, just a sample build of 150 lineups. Then what what does it come out? Maybe I said caps, okay? Based on this, do I want? Do I let's let's see what let's see what 100 comes out. Let's see, I'll do one build with two unique players, just uh, you know, based on the rating. Then take this this output and then put it in the dupe the dupe the dupe predictor. So here's 100 based on my rate. Yeah, we're getting a lot of Collier, a lot of Anton Turkali, right? You'd look at this and you go, well, how much exposure do I really want? On Do I really want 56% of my lineups to have Anton Turkali against Jelton Almeida? Maybe from a risk tolerance perspective, you go, I don't want more than 20%, right? So this is the type of thing of, like, it has nothing to do with ownership against the field. Remember, my, the rating that I'm putting in already accounts for ownership. So I don't have to care about that. It's going to make the best lineups it can based on that rating. Now it's just a matter of how much risk do I want to take on? Do I want 55% Norma Dumont? I mean, you totally fine. You can just play a lot of Norma Dumont lineups. That's absolutely fine. But maybe I don't. Maybe I only maybe I only want 20%, right? So you can go through. Do I want 45% Nate Diaz? No. I barely want any, right? Maybe 10%, right? If I do that, I'd say, take a look at like, who, who do I... Not want to just rely everything on. I could bump up other people also, right? We have Collier. Where's I mean, we don't even have Chemayev's only in fifteen percent of my lineups, and Almeida is in twenty five percent of my lineups. Maybe I I don't want to be that low on Chemayev. Maybe I want to have at, at least thirty percent of them, right? At least is Kudalaba in here? Where's okay Kudalaba? Got forty percent Kudalaba. Jing, Jing Lang, maybe, 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 okay, I don't want more than 30% Jing Lang. Maybe I don't want 40, more than 40% Collier from a risk, just from a risk perspective. Then you look at this and you go, okay, but I, I change this. Maybe I do also want 30% Almeida, see if that could happen. And then run it again, run these 100 lineups again, based on that. If you're running 100 lineups, it's large field, whatever. Now I want to see what types of lineups come out. Okay, so I'm getting a lot more Almeida, right? I get the 30% Shemaev, 
Barely getting any Holland or Chase on or any of these guys. Okay. Do I want 60% Almeida? Do I want, I'm about the field. Do I want that much weeks? Maybe I'm like, okay, I, Tululian, I want 58%. Maybe I don't mind 30%. Maybe I don't mind 30% of him. Maybe I don't want more than half my liners with Almeida. Right? You just take a look at this. Maybe I bump bump up Shemaya to 40. Look through. Maybe maybe I want to be under on Kudalaba. Right? A little bit less of him. Maybe I want to make sure that I only I don't want to only have 4% of Kevin Holland. Maybe I want 10%. I still want 10% of Macy. Maybe still I want to make sure to have 10% of Daniel Rodriguez. Where's where's uh, Arosa? Yeah, Arosa we're getting a plenty of anyway. But just yeah, they're owned. Chris Barnett, maybe it's like, ah, oh, do I want Chris Barnett in a third of my lineups? Maybe no. Now give me 20. Melissa Martinez, do I want that much? No, give me 20. Tony Ferguson, maybe 20. There, I mean, like, I'm just... Vanessa, maybe 40 max, something like that. Aldana, maybe I don't mind in 25% of my lineups. Dewadu. Dewadu, I don't mind. 25, Johnny Walker. Maybe I want... Walker rates out pretty well. Against uh, Kudalaba, and since I'm I'm going to be lower on Kudalaba, maybe maybe I force in 25 percent of Johnny Walker, right? Maybe I want to have at least 10 percent. I, I want to have 10 percent at you know at least Reed, right? Jamie Pickett, right? Just so I have some. I mean, not a lot, but some, right? And you could do something like this, just and then press the build button, see what happens. Just from a risk tolerance perspective of what type of lineups. It's already going to build based on my ratings. Okay, so I'm getting 49% Kamaev. I'm getting, okay, this isn't that, right? Nate Diaz, I'm getting a bunch of this. Danielle Wolf, Rodriguez, I still get the Anton Tricali. Got a Rosa. Got a plenty of Walker now. I got a lot of Liness, Linesse. Okay, this doesn't look that bad. Okay. Right? So now I can take these lineups. Okay, I'm going to switch over. I'm going to take these lineups and I'm going to put them in the dupe checker. Over to the screen, you can see here's the portfolio tool. Let me switch over to the dupe duplication predictor, right? Clear these lineups. I'm going to export the lineups from that build. Open that file up to see it. You can see it right here, right? I have it on the screen. Not this isn't complicated stuff. I'm going to copy just, uh, there, there you go. Give me all those columns. One, two, three, four, five, six, six fighters. Copy, right? Move that over. Paste them in right here. Hit load lineups. And there you go. And we can see here, oh, much less. See, you can see, look at the dupes. Look, unique six, under five, 55. Under 10, 84. Under 20, 96. I mean, it's 100 lineups. Then I could look here and look. Some of these lineups are 50,000. Right? Here's one. I mean, a lot of these lineups are, I mean, they use all the salary. So we could go here, sort by, we could sort by any of these. Sort by descending. Right? So you may get rid of the top two. Right? You may get rid of some of these. Right? But here, here at the bottom... Turkali, Tallulian, Lanesse, Jinglang, Damon, yeah, it's the, the high leverage lineups are the ones that are going to be up here. But you can see here, there are some 50K lineups. So some people are like, I'm going to set it so 49 and 5 and below, and I'm not going to play any of those lineups. Like, dude, some of these lineups could could, could be unique or pro, pro, more likely under fives. Spends 50,000. So here's a Collier, Dumont, Dewadu, Weeks, Tallulian, Turkali. Because it doesn't use, because look, it's 50,000, but it doesn't, I mean, dude, like it literally doesn't use the top six highest owned fighters on the slate. It has 104 total ownership, right? Here's a 49-9 line, but here, here's the one with Almeida. Almeida, Collier, Jing Lang, Lanese, Elise Reed, Nate Diaz. Because obviously Nate Diaz is going to be single digit owned. So obviously, obviously lineups that have Turkali and, and Nate Diaz or both, to be are going to be more likely to be unique but so you could do that and just like look look what i did how, how complicated was this 
And maybe I don't even make 100 lineups. I make 300 lineups. I make 600 lineups. This, uh, in Excel, you could, you, we could, these insert lineups, you can keep on going. Feel free to, I mean, I, I've tested this out with 3,000 lineups. Now, obviously, it, it, it may take, a, instead of that type of load, it takes three or four seconds. Same for the portfolio correlation matrix. Now, you could put in 3,000 lineups into there. And uh, if it very highly, you know, highly diversified, that could take five to 10 minutes, right? That's the tool that that takes the longest. But everything else is pretty, pretty quick, right? Within reason. Yeah, you may have to, it may get the beach ball. You have to wait, you know, three or four seconds for it to compute everything and show it to you. And then from there, you could just, there you go. Duplication, just, are, are you going to be duped enough? And you could also... Let's say these lineups, you see these lineups here that we built from the beginning? This is for a field size of 35,294. Well, what happens if you're playing the 555 with 400 entries? Reload the lineups. Now, now most of these lineups, they, I mean, they're all fine, right? 29 uniques and the rest are like, maybe they're duped once, right? It's that field size up there, you could do 35,292. Reload the lineups, right? And now you get some of the ones that are more. Shemaev, Jinglang, Kudalaba, Lanese, Daniel Rodriguez, Arosa. Yeah, that sounds like a more heavily duped lineup. And then you could weed those lineups out. You could figure out with these two tools as part of the theory of daily fantasy sports. As I bring that up on the screen. Right, as part of as part of the theory of daily fantasy sports for advanced players, you could use those tools not just for MMA. You could do it for anything, and go okay. Let me let me build the lineups that I think are going to be the most duped, that are going to be the most owned. Let's see what those combinations are, and then if you want to build groups so you don't play those combinations, and then build your build your lineups and weed out the ones that are more duplicated than others. Right. Based on your risk tolerance, obviously the ones that are, you could play a lineup that's 47,000 today with both Turkali, Nate Diaz, and Tony Ferguson and Chris Barnett. It's not going to be duped. The likelihood of that being the winning lineup is also extremely low, right? I'm going to play the six the six biggest underdogs. That's going to be the optimal lineup. Like that, that's a very, very low uh, chance. You, I mean, you, it could be one of your lineups, maybe if you wanted to, if you wanted to. But you're looking for ones that still still have a reasonable chance of winning, of, of, of having of six winners of high scores in the lineups. Daniel Hutchings says uh, my tool should have been called the uh, the the Dupe Master three thousand with with the trademark with the trademark in there. The Dupe Master. It's not that hard to build a tool like that. Let me just get it get it straight. This isn't like rockets. You could probably I think James built it in. I mean, a basic version you could probably build in an hour. To some extent, and then to have it do do things for for ease of use and everything, yeah, that takes a couple of more hours. But we've included it for those that that don't have those skills, which I'm included, right? I've 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 tried to build something like this, a dupe a dupe projector of dupe whatever, and uh, yeah, most of the time, uh, the naming conventions and everything and things would break. I'd get div zeros and name. That, that name, that the hashtag name, hashtag name, that doesn't work. And it's like, it seemed like every time I was doing it, I had to hack through it for an hour just to get it to work for a specific slate. And I said, screw it. I'll just, I'll just, I'll estimate. But James, did it. James did it for me, built the tool. So I could, I could check lineups. I did this yesterday in, in Showdown. I mean, this is exactly how I built. I built 75 Showdown lineups in NFL Showdown yesterday. Of course, all the chalk one, oh, so it didn't matter, Right. What does it matter, right? Oh, well, yeah, if you have Allen, you have Diggs, you have Davis, you have Isaiah McKenzie, you got Cooper Cup. You won. Congratulations, all 9,000 millionaires. Or that you barely, you didn't win a million. You won a million with the 800 of my friends, right? Daniel Hodgson says, we'll just wait until we get an MMA fighter named Luis Garcia. <laughs> well, that would be fine in MMA because there's no other Luis Garcias. But in baseball, yes, Luis Garcia, Will Smith, before, not now. But yeah, when you get those, uh, you know, Julio Rodriguez, there was two Julio Rodriguez, there was two Max Muncies, 
there's a Max Muncy from Oakland in a file, and that that screwed everything up. Right. Once you get involved in all that type of stuff, then it gets becomes a pain in the ass. So we, we do it for you. We do it for you. So this is the perfect combination. Okay. The perfect combination. Because in order to make the lineups and do all this, you're going to need lineup HQ. Right. To build the actual lineups. So go get a Roto Grinders premium subscription, combo premium. Do it for NFL, MMA, uh, for everything that we got. We got no soccer this weekend, by the way, because the Queen, they cancel all the games. I don't have to wake up early tomorrow, so that's good. But we got soccer stuff also. So you click on that link in the description, you get $10 off your first month, okay? So you get that. You get a Royal Premium subscription, and then then you get the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports, right? It's not just these custom Excel tools. I also teach you the advanced, you know, how to play, right? 10-chapter audio course about how to use these tools. How do you, what are the concepts? What types of lineups should you be building with what types of contests? Right, all the all the contextual variables of DFS, and then you could use that for any sport. It doesn't matter. DFS is a game. The game theory of DFS doesn't change. The sports have different contextual variables, but outside of that, you're essentially playing the same game. So get that at theoryofdfs.com. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door, as my thumbs always disappear because of my green screen. My hands, oh, my hands are gone. So hit that thumbs up button, hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Got tons of content for, for NFL, the NFL. Uh, I got a, I got an NFL show coming out later today with Tuttle. It's a premium show. So you got to sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. And uh, we, we do, we talk, we will spend an hour talking about the game theory of the slate. Very similar, very similar type of conversation that we had today with MMA. What do, what do, the chalky lineups look like? How can we leverage against those chalky lineups directly? And how can we play similar players in different ways and, and, and avoid the combinations of those players to build plus EV lineups? So that, that's essentially what we'll be doing. So it's like, oh yeah, NFL coming up this week. Everyone's playing, uh, everyone's playing Juju and, and, and Kyler Murray, Rondell Moore, assuming he's healthy, right? People playing the Chiefs Cardinals game. It's like, how do we leverage that? Well, if everyone's playing the Chiefs receivers, well, why don't you play Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Oh, that's leverage, right? When one guy does well, the other guys don't as much, right? So that would be direct leverage. And then you think in terms of how do I play a Mahomes, Juju, Kelsey stack and just not play guys that are going to be that don't don't play Christian McCaffrey in that lineup. Don't play a Wandale Robinson in that line. Like you could still play a chalky stack, but now you have to avoid these three types of players, right? Because they're going to be in most of those types of lineups. So we're looking to figure that out, right? And then obviously, if you're playing, oh, no one's playing this 1% owned stack. Well, that means you could just, you could jam in McCaffrey, Najee Harris. You could put those guys in. That That's perfectly fine. So figuring that type of stuff out uh, for large field GPPs, we do have a single type of show uh uh john breslin squirrel patrol uh him and jm to win who if, if you've been nfl dfs you've known him for a long time i think it's his first show in R- rg for like five years but they, they they discuss like single entry stuff which is still the same thing applies right dfs is dfs just that obviously in single entry smaller field gpps you don't have to get as crazy, right? You don't have to get nuts. The Millie Maker, you gotta gotta yeah, you gotta be kind of nuts. Gotta be kind of nuts. You gotta really take into account what the field is gonna do and what these combinations are. The single entry GPP, a lot of times, you know, yeah, three v three off of this, and instead of playing that guy, I play that guy. Ah, you could win that way, right? So they talk a lot about that type of stuff, and uh, I focus more on the the larger, the larger field things, even though I play them all anyway. So tune into that. That should be posted later today. It'll be on my Twitter feed. You could always click through. Uh, that's the Game Theory Show here for Roto Grinders Premium. So you need to get premium stuff. I'm also doing a, a coaching session tonight on Zoom. So if you're a premium member, you got to be premium member for a lot of this stuff. I'm sorry. Right? Click on that description. Link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. Uh, but in the Blenders Game Theory channel, in our Discord, I will be posting a link. We'll be doing a group. Private group coaching call. It's not recorded. It's not nothing. You can share whatever you want. I'll answer anything. Probably talk about NFL 
or whatever. I mean, if people want to, you show up, it's your time, right? A lot of times it's, you know, 10 people watching and one person asking a ton of questions for an hour and a half. And if you, if you want to, hey, if there's no one in line, feel free, feel free. It's your time. People want to know if I have private coaching. I don't. I just do it as part of this. So if you want my time like that and more individualized attention, come join us in the Roto-Grinders Discord. Go into the Blenders Game Theory channel. And uh, and I do these coaching calls, you know, two to four times a month, depending, depending on the schedule. So do all that. I'm, I'm telling you to do a lot of stuff, right? There's MLB later today, right? There'll be Grinders Live, right? There'll be weather. There'll be crunch time, right? We've got tons of stuff going on here at Roto-Grinders. And a lot of it includes me. A lot of it includes me. Just like I'm here. I'm here for you guys. I'm here for you early in the morning, 11 o'clock Eastern, Monday through Friday, answering your DFS strategy questions like I always do on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com. <laughs>